Buenos dias. Como está? Dios es fiel. That means God is faithful all the time. Amen? Love you guys. I never met you, but I love John. And you love John, so I love you. Amen? Amen, hermanos. He, uh, he's not the best-looking guy or the smartest guy, but uh, probably the most faithful servant I've ever met in my life. Amen, hermanos. I'm going to probably have to break them in, hermanos, but I uh, pastor a church in Juarez, Mexico, right on the street, and uh, God's touched a lot of people. Father God, thank you for today. Thank you for the anointing that breaks the yoke. Thank you for your goodness and your glory, your presence, your power. Thank you for divine appointments, divine revelation. Thank you, Father God. Most of all, God, just uh, touch the people's hearts today in Jesus' name and heal those that are hurt and those that have given up but are still here but have given up. Touch those, Father God, who have family members or friends that have them, they themselves have given up. We just declare your glory and your presence on this place. We thank you for the outpouring of your spirit. God, I ask to protect them from me and my flesh and cause your glory and everything to be of you and your spirit and your presence and your word. I'm behind the cross. And we thank you for that in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Amen. Well, man, I don't know where to begin. I haven't preached in America in about 13 years. I've been Moses on the backside of the desert, and uh, I pastored a church, was in full-time ministry 30 years, have a master's degree, <clears throat> wrote a book called It's Not Over, There's Hope, which is still my theme today, by the way. It's Not Over, There's Hope, amen? And uh, our church is open now every day, <clears throat> and uh, so I stop in and preach every day, so got so much to say and preach because sometimes I preach twice a day and before I go off to go uh, inspect roofs, I also inspect roofs for insurance companies, companies, State Farm, Farmers and all that and blah, blah, blah. So uh, old guy, but I'm still climbing roofs, uh, two stories, amen? <laughs> and, and we started a church there. God's blessed us the last six months, amen? We started a church six months ago by faith, just rented a building and it's full. We've been reaching uh, everybody, homeless, drug addicts, alcoholics, prostitutes, uh, we touch everybody, people coming across from America wanting to go indulge in sins and have to be confronted by the Holy Ghost as they pass our presence, amen. Even coming here, uh, one guy, my first homeless guy that came, little Joe, little Joe, he's always boxing in the air. So what are you doing, little Joe? I'm boxing. All right, little Joe, you box it up then, buddy. He came to our church pushing a little cart with three wheels on it. That's all he had his whole life was in there. And... Uh, Used to live in America, had a business, and got deported and lost everything and beat down, never see his family, and living on the streets of Juarez and uh, 77 years old. We put him in, uh, somebody gave us a church, but we rent one, and somebody just walked up and heard about what we are doing and just put the keys of another church in my hand. It's, I housed Hondurans for a while. They've moved on, so I've got another church sitting on the mountain. We're just believing God what to do with Amen. We put little Joe in our downtown church because right now we're helping uh, Venezuelans. Got about 25, 30 Venezuelans sleeping in their church right now, plus our, some homeless people downtown. But little Joe came in, and he'd been sleeping down in our church. I love little Joe, but uh, two days ago he got sick, and we prayed and helped him as best we could. But he passed away on uh, Friday morning inside of our church. And uh, uh, while I was flying here, my wife was burying him. And I was just thinking, you know, uh, yes, God sometimes, God may use me in the word of knowledge, prophetic and whatever, but, but, but you know, before that, first of all, today, I want to see you guys get healed, amen? First, first and foremost, amen, amen? And, and second thing, catch a vision to help people. 
before everything else, catch a vision, you know, because there's so many people hurting, and uh, and you want to you want to flow in the Holy Ghost, go help somebody. <laughs> that that'll just uh, that just opens the floodgates right there. So anyway, little Joe didn't die, <clears throat> and forgive me because uh, I also am a celebra- celebrating an anniversary today. So I'm a little emotional, and uh, I cry a lot. I'm, I'm the weeping prophet, and. Uh, so excuse that, and uh, but little Joe didn't die on the street alone. He uh, passed away inside of our church, surrounded by people, and uh, and we all he also didn't just got thrown somewhere. We we buried him properly with a casket and flowers. Amen. This this yesterday, but uh, God loves y'all. Amen. A few scriptures. The Bible says that. Uh, Surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life. So anytime while I'm talking and I'm looking back, that's sure, I'm looking back at surely and goodness, okay? Uh, I'm always looking back at surely and goodness because it has followed me all the days of my life, amen? And, uh, you know, I, the Bible says, be clothed with the Holy Spirit. Wait here till you're clothed with the Holy Spirit. The Bible talks about acts where suddenly the Spirit of the living God fell, the Holy Spirit fell, and people were baptized by the Holy Ghost, Amen? Ephesians 2, 8, 9 says, For by grace are you saved by faith. It's a gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. Amen. Apostle Paul said, according to grace, he said, I am what I am by the grace of God. I am what I am. I am what I am by the grace of God. Love that song. Thank you for that song about grace today. Love grace. Amen. Grace means unmerited favor. It's a gift of God. It's not of works, lest any man should boast. It's unmerited. It's just a gift. And we all have to receive that. Amen? And uh, Father God, just, just lead and direct me today as we talk. I've got, I've got another word, and I'm going to share my testimony in, in, real fast, as fast as I can. How many of you ever, how many of you ever, uh, ever, how many of you ever uh, fallen and stumbled before? Amen? Well, I pastored 30 years and traveled as a missionary and helped people help build churches and uh, and uh, before that, I was living in Roswell, New Mexico. My, we owned a funeral home. I was a teenager. I was doing drugs and selling, selling drugs. Fell off a 50-foot cliff and broke five vertebrae on my back. Should be dead. Didn't stop me. I kept selling drugs. But a man came and told me, no matter what you've ever done, Jesus will forgive you. And I went for months hearing, no matter what you've ever done, Jesus will forgive you. No matter what you've ever done, Jesus will forgive you. Well, I got saved. And... Uh, for 30-some years, went full tilt. When I was 18 years old, I had a bus route for children, a bus route for the military cadets, and a Bible study in the, in the Russell High High School when I was 18 years old. I went full tilt and did that for 30-some years. But somewhere along the road, I got cold. I started drifting. And you can do that while you're passing the church, by the way. You can do that while you're traveling. And... Uh, and you can play games and come to church and think everybody, everything's good, you know? And uh, please don't do that. One of my old friends, I don't know if any of you ever heard of him, my old friend Jimmy Hester, pastor of the church in Dallas. Jimmy's an old buddy of mine. He's going to be with Jesus. No, he said, Blaine, just know this. Sin will always take you further than you, were, you ever wanted to go. Huh? I mean, sin will always take you further than you ever want to go period. So when you're tempted that that little thing, just know it's going further. Huh? That little, little flirt, little chat, little work, hookup, that little, huh? 
little watching thing on TV or that little whatever it is, it goes, it'll take you, man. It'll take you hard. If you've got a personality like me that's always full tilt, it'll, you'll go full tilt. But uh, I just started drifting. One of the things, and you know me say this, by the way, I've got nothing to lose. I should be dead by now. I've had guns pulled to my head. I've missed machine gun bullets and what is uh, once. I, I'll tell you that. You'll get to that in a minute. So I really don't have anything to lose. You, if you kick me out of here, I, I got a Bible in the street corner, and, and, and you, you can't do anything to me, man. Amen. I'm going to keep loving people, to, bringing people to Jesus to heaven. But, uh, you know, I, I, I heard a guy talking, I heard a guy talking about, uh, I think it's Jimmy Evans in Amarillo, and he's now with the Gateway over there and all those guys. I, I, I grew up in Fairview, Oklahoma, about 100 miles from Amarillo, and about his age, and we're that close, and about his age, and he was telling his testimony. And I, and I never shared, I've never shared this because of a shame, always ashamed. But that little thing, that little root has haunted me. Not now, thank you, Jesus. That little root, that little thing in my life when I was young, just like him, uh, so, and you said it, sister, thank you for that, because I really was debating how far to go with my testimony, and when she said that, I went, all right, God. Uh, you know, as, 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 as young boys and young teenagers hanging out, we, we started looking at pornography, you know, and my, I didn't have it. My friend had it because his older brother had it, you know, looking at that stuff, and I got addicted. I got addicted to that stuff. Hello? Now, when I got saved... And when I started pastoring, I never had it. There was never a temptation to do drugs or, or, or to, to drink. And even if I drank a little bottle of wine or something or whatever with a little cheese, that, that, this didn't mean anything to me. There was no temptation or addiction. But that spirit of lust, that's a woolly booger, man. Hmm? And that's men, women. Okay. And uh, that thing will get you. Like, well, all temptation, all sin will. And I struggled that all the time with that as a pastor. But you know, I never once talked to a pastor friend, not Jimmy Hester, not uh, John Holler was my, uh, was my pastor as well before he went on. John Holler ran the Christ for the Nations. Uh, I've never shared it with John. John knows everything about me. I've never shared this even with John. You, you, follow, you get in what... You, you hear what I'm saying to you? And that, that embarrassment, that, that secretiveness, that, 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 that shame, that fear, that, that will kill you. And uh, you don't want to go where I've been at all. Amen? And uh, because, because I would, I would, and then the shame after you do whatever, the shame the guilt, the devil. I mean, he's just, just bam, bam, bam. Amen? By the way, it's all about grace and love and forgiveness and mercy. Amen? And, and what if you fall, you get back up. And you get back up. I tell our guys now, at our, our, <laughs> I miss my church. You, all, you, guys are, uh, you, you guys are too good looking for me. Amen? <laughs> I, mean, uh, I, uh, I mean, nobody's drunk saying, amen, brother. <laughs> so I'm, I'm a little... I apologize. I'm a little out of my groove, my sink right now. So, I mean, cause I, I, I always have to stop and go, oh, all right, you go, man. But I, I tell her, guys, you know what? I love you guys. I don't want you to fall again and go back to drinking. But if you do, if you do, 
please stumble back into my church. Please stumble back into our church, okay? We'll get you cleaned up. My interpreter, he's fallen twice since he started hanging out with me. And I, I have to go three weeks without an interpreter saying, and my Spanish isn't that great, but I have to preach in Spanish and hopefully people understand me because I'm trying to have to get my interpreter to get recovered. Amen? We just, hey, we don't throw people away. We don't throw people away. And it doesn't matter how hopeless and hard it looks. Okay? And we got to forgive. What is up with the church and I, that, that doesn't want to forgive people? I just, just I'm, I'm baffled by that. Amen? Sin is sin, and whatever it is, and we got to forgive. If forgive your ex-husband, ex-wife, son, daughter, husband, mother, father, you got to forgive. Amen? But uh, I tell them, come back in. Well, anyway, so pastor, I always struggle with that. And finally, when I just got, I got discouraged and just let things slip. And I was taking a $1,000 offering to Jimenez, Mexico one day. And I stopped on my way in Chihuahua. And I was there by myself. And I went to a strip club. And next thing I know, I've got somebody in my room with me. And, uh, and, uh, and I got a taste for that. And uh, I'm, I'm in Mexico. I know everything about what is. And... Uh, it just evolved. It just evolved. And then I, my biz, I built a business, a web design business, and uh, had, uh, that, got, that was successful as well. And I got to go into El Paso and go into Juarez, and uh, it got bad. And uh, I got to liking cocaine. And I got to liking hanging out to bars. After the bar that closed at 2 was shut down, we went to the all-night bar till 6 in the morning. Going into rooms with the bathroom with cartel people with just that big of cocaine. Snorting. And, uh, you know, and it just evolved. It just evolved. It evolved till now. I'm just separated from wife, living in a hotel in Juarez, Mexico. Just crying at night, thinking, man, there's no way back. And uh, just empty and... But there's no stopping me. And he just kept on going and going to the point where I wanted to die. I wanted somebody to kill me. I literally did things. I wanted people to kill me. And that was, if you remember the period of time in Mexico, cartel was when the highest, it was the highest death rate in the world at that time. It was the murder capital of the world. Uh, two, two to three hundred a week were being killed. Well, I'm involved now. I'm living in a hotel. I'm having someone in my room every night, different person in my room every night. I'm snorting coke. I'm, I'm, I'm just doing my thing. I had a gun pulled to my head at a strip club outside. And I somehow got away from, got away right out of that. And because uh, of the killing, all the federales are now in the in, in what is, and they're staying in hotels. So I'm now living with the federales. I'm hanging out with cartel over here and. Living with the Federales, Federale commanders loved me. Offered me a brand new Cadillac that they stole. Some brother. <laughs> I'm, not the, I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed, but I don't think I want to be driving the cartel guy's Cadillac you stole. Somebody say amen. I said, it's your brother. No, I'm good. You know? I've always, for some reason, had favor whether it's bad or good. And... Uh, I mean, I could, if I felt like somebody, I, I, I was buying, I've had, I've been out buying drugs where the, 
where the federal police would roll up, coming after everybody and say, Blaine, take off. I've had people I thought were coming after me, and uh, I dropped a dime, and the commander was somewhere way down in Mexico, but he called one of his buddy, and the federal police would roll up to protect me. I was sitting in the hotel one day, just sitting there, and uh, always in the front when I was bored, like on a Monday or so, because I didn't want to go out and party. So I just sat there in, in, on the main street with the glass windows, and I just said, hey, man, I want to, I, I called my taxi buddy, say, hey, come pick me up. I want to go buy some drugs. And my main, my taxi buddy picked me up, and we, off we went. And uh, he, he said, hey, let's stop and feed my dogs. Well, clear, of course, let's feed your dogs. Took about two minutes. Yeah, he fed his dog, took us about two minutes, and as I was driving up to the hotel, cars were speeding by the hotel. And we got up to the hotel, said, what is all that? And somebody's, the, one of the federales is laying dead in the door. They drove by with three car loads full of machine guns and blasted that whole thing up. I'd have been sitting there if I hadn't left. I've got the, well, I used to have the video. I can't find it anymore. I had the video of that because I did the, the hotel website, so I had all the camera, access to the cameras and everything. So I just, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. Amen? That it not be for the grace of God. But we just kept going. I just, it got bad. And, you know, if you, uh, there's just a lot of things I can't even share right now because I can't expose other people. Okay? But one day there will be more to my story. Amen? But there's no end to sin. Amen? I mean, uh, eventually, uh, and I try to get up. I try to get up. My problem was what is. I'd go, I'd, I hung out to uh, Billy Joe's old church, or Daughtery, those guys, his son, because I was with my brother. I loved going there, and I, it was great. Had victory. Had victory in America. Had victory in Jimenez, Mexico. But that what is. Something about that what is, man. I mean, not to mention it's just full of devils, but something about what is. They just always put me down. Huh? But I said, you know what, God, I feel like I have a call. Because when I was in high school, I felt a call of God for what is. I did. I really did. I felt like God wanted to use me what is one day. And everybody would say, Blaine, leave your family. Leave your what? Leave everything. Just get out of what is. Man, I just, what good is it? How can I preach to people and tell them they can have victory if they run away? And now that cost me a price for a few years where I could have just run away. And I'm not, by the way, any pastor, psychologist, whatever, I, there's a time where you need to get out of your environment. There's a time I'm not, I'm not going against any of that. I'm just saying for me, because of what I felt I had in my life as a call of God, I needed to, I, I just wanted victory, and I couldn't get, I wanted, I wanted victory so bad. And I, I lost, you know, you can only uh, do all that and, and not without with not affecting your, your business after a while. Amen? <laughs> so my website business, I had 70 customers. Evander Holyfield was one of my customers at one time. It just went down into the trash. And I, and I, I remarried. I did have a wife and my kids. And, uh, man, I was, I was, I got down where I was, I was taking, uh, I was going in there, driving over to El Paso and getting used stuff off the street, furniture and uh, people throwing away and mattresses and cleaning it up. And I was coming back to Waters and selling that as a flea market just to get enough to buy some burritos. How many of you know sin will always take you further than you want to go? I did get, I did, when I got away from Tulsa to Tulsa, I was doing great. But uh, 
and I was doing good, but I still had a family in Waters. But uh, I got a phone call that, man, uh, I, I got to get back to Waters. Hmm? So uh, back to Waters I am. And then COVID broke out, and everything shut down. But I just, uh, I don't know, God wouldn't give up on me. Somebody called me out of the blue and said, man, you want to you inspect roofs for insurance companies? I'm like, what? You want to inspect roofs for insurance companies? Yeah, we'll train you. We saw your resume. I went from cleaning mattresses up and used furniture and selling that to uh, inspecting roofs for insurance companies and making $100,000 a year. But I still snorting. But cocaine got old, and they cut it too bad. Too much baby powder and baby, baby milk and whatever they put in that. So I decided I'd try crystal meth. Well, I didn't shoot. I like to snort, so I crushed it up. I would just start snorting crystal meth. Anybody know about meth? Anybody studied meth? Anybody been around anybody doing meth? Well, I was, I'd just make you crazy. I'd go five days without sleep. Five days without sleep. Huh? We've got to get victory now. And we can't live in secret, nor can we allow the devil to beat us up with shame. Men? And church... Police. If it's a church leader or worker, let's, you know what? A lot of reasons people don't want to share or repent because they don't, they're afraid. They're not afraid what's going to happen with God. They're afraid what the church is going to do. Going to lose, you're going to lose your pastorate. You're going to lose your, you, well, first of all, it really doesn't matter. Get help, get, get help. But still, church, there's got to be a better way to help people. Amen? Got to be a better way to restore people. Now, I'm not, I'm not, I know there's, I understand order and restoration and all that. I am not, that's not my point. I guess what I'm saying is this ought to be some unconditional love. Amen? Maybe some unconditional love. That's what I'm talking about here. Amen? So, uh, I don't know where you're at today. You all look, wow, you all just look like the most holiest people I've seen ever. I mean, I... I'm, I'm, look, I'm, look, I, I just, I bought a brand new Bible. I just, I marked, today's the first time I marked it. I, you know why I have a brand new Bible? Because my church, one of my church mem members stole my other one. So, I, you know, I know you all look, to me, I don't even know I'm even sharing this to any of you guys because you look so holy and wonderful, but, but, but you know, God's using me where I am. I'm in. I had a cartel guy walk by me. He used to buy drugs from me. He saw me at the church and uh, open now, and he said, man, we're so proud of you, Blaine. We got your back. I said, well, I appreciate the cartel having my back, but let me, uh, but, <laughs> but, uh, but know that God has my back. Amen? <laughs> appreciate that. But anyway, so, so now I'm, real, uh, now I'm, please, how many of you forgive me for my rambling sometimes? This is my first time to even, my first time to even preach in English in 13 years, amen? So please help me. <laughs> uh, anyway, I'm, uh, 
I'm doing risk now, making good money, but now, you know, yeah, you know what you can do with good money? <laughs> it better drugs and better parties. And I'd sit at those parties at night and just stare at the wall blank, just empty. And I'd look and I'd see people like I'm seeing you, and I would... I would see, you know, the, you know the gifting's still in you? Did you know that? Oh, that's a, that's a, oh, God, that's a torment. That's a torment to sit in a bar or a strip club and see somebody's life and, and see in them and know, and, and, and you're sitting there, can't do a thing about it because of your condition or being a part participant. That's a living hell. That's a living hell. And uh, anyway, I won't get into all that, but we've seen it all. I've seen it all. I got to the point where it wasn't God's judgment that wanted me to come back. It wasn't God's anger. It's everywhere I turned, I see God's love to me. I kept seeing God's mercy. I gave me a job making a hundred thousand dollars, and I just—it's just like it wasn't because he, I felt like He wanted to kill me. I just—I couldn't handle how much He loved me. That's what got me. I couldn't handle how much He still loved me. How much He just—no matter what I would do—He kept coming after me with His love. Amen. And uh, I finally come to the place where I said, God, I can't change. It's, it's Evan, and I can change it in Oklahoma or Texas. I can change it down, down south, but I can't change living in Jimenez. I mean, excuse me, Waters, but I got a family. I, I can't change. I, 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 I can't change. I even could the point, I, I think I shared this with John. I, 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 and, and John and I at that time were, you know, we were not at all. We were just apart. You know, we weren't communicating like we do now. And I even thought, well, you know what? Because I remember John being so faithful. I, I'll, I'll pay John $1,000. I was talking to God. I'll pay John $1,000 to come here to guard me. No, I'm, I, I, did, did I even tell you that? Yeah. But he was busy or I, I don't know. We didn't connect. I don't know what happened. But I, because I thought, you know, if I could just get somebody in my life but you, you needed to be in my life all the time. You had to be around me 24-7. And John Archer was the only one I could think of in my life or in the world that could do that for me. And, uh, but it didn't work out. Uh, so one day I looked up to God, and I just cussed him out in Spanish. I won't tell you what I said to him. In English or Spanish. But the minute it came out of my mouth, and I went, I know. I know it's not your fault. I know it's on me. I did all this to me. But still, God, you created the whole universe, and you can't change me. You know, it's okay to be honest with God. Amen? And two days later, about 4 o'clock in the morning, I was laying in bed. 
And I had my, I had my Bible, well, the one they stole, <laughs> hidden in the, my nightstand, hidden, because, you know, didn't want anybody, anybody to know that I even owned a Bible. And uh, I woke up at 4 in the morning, and I reached in to grab my Bible. And the minute I, I just, just, I touched my Bible, and the Holy Spirit just fell down. I began to shake violently, not, not, a, not a bad violently, you know, a Holy Ghost shake. I began to shake, and I shook, and I wept for two hours. I shook, and I wept, and 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 God would give me the words and scriptures, and he'd show me scriptures of the Bible, and, you know, uh, don't, the, the four corners of the garment coming down, don't call unclean what I've made clean. He was speaking things to me, amen? Amen, and the, and the, and the prayer, the, the, the prodigal son returning, amen? And this went on for two hours. And the uh, closest thing to it was uh, at a Roddy Howard Brown meeting in St. Louis where Rodney laid hands on me, and I fell, and it literally shook for two hours on the ground. Closest thing ever to my life. That had happened to me again, and God did it. Amen? And I got up. And I started, nobody believed me. Nobody believed I had changed or was changing or God touched me. Nobody, nobody believed that. And uh, uh, I just began watching Christian TV and music and reading the Bible about when I wasn't doing Russ, four to five hours a day. And I started attending the church, and I just sit, kept my mouth shut, gave money, prayed with, but, but just sit on the back road. Let, let the restoration process happen. Amen? Amen? Nobody asked me. I just knew that was, I just, I knew, you know. For me, I needed that, you know. Amen. And then uh, after six months, God spoke to me about having a church downtown Juarez. Amen. And uh, I, I took the, the pastor and his wife, my wife and I, we took them down, look at the building. Amen. We wanted their blessing. And we wanted, uh, I have some friends in Zaragoza that we've known for 30, 40 years that we've helped back in the day that are still there. And they came and looked at the building to pray with us. Amen. Accountability. Amen. Do things right. Amen. Spirit's authority. By the way, my, uh, my pastor told me to tell you all, said hello, and that he loves you and misses you. His favorite place, his favorite people. His pastor and his wife and you all, he, my pastor said that, Pastor Dale Gentry, amen? <laughs> so uh, he told me yesterday to tell you that. By the way, y'all, is my rambling helping anybody today? I, uh, I, I was communicating with Dale for months, and uh, he, he, one day he said, Blaine, what do, you, what do you want from me? And I said, Pastor, I don't want anything from you. I just tell you what God's doing in my life. He said, well, who, who's your pastor? I said, well, I mean, I, I've got friends here, but been Spanish, but I really, I said, to be honest with you, Pastor Dale, I, I believe John Holler was my pastor once. The pastor, uh, he was a Christ for Nations. I, you know, I had uh, Jimmy Hester, I, you know, before. I, I, I'm a man under authority. Amen? I'm a man under authority. It's just, and I just, I said, but honestly, Pastor Dale, it's not out of rebellion. It's, I, I said to him, I said, who? Who wants to be my pastor after all this? Who wants me? And he said, uh, I do, Blaine. Amen. 
And I have that same attitude toward my people. I love my people. They're some of the, been some of the beatest, broke down people on the planet. But you know what? I'm watching God change them. I'm watching them get jobs. Amen. I'm watching them. I'm watching them. I couldn't come to church without coming drunk. I'm watching them be sober now in Jesus' name. Amen. I'm watching drug addicts get set free and, and be strong. Amen. I mean, the power of God works. Amen. The power of God works. And, and, and anybody here that's self-righteous and has a problem with any of this type of testimony, all I can say unto you, I, I don't know what's worse, snorting some meth or gossiping and backbiting and, and, and trying to bring rebellion into the church and usurp authority and, 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 and go, uh, come on. Amen. Jesus is a friend of sinners. He's a friend of sinners. So, uh, so uh, this may shock you, but uh, I save this to the last to say this. Uh, my anniversary of the Holy Ghost falling on me was uh, this week last year. Amen. And uh, it's just God. We've got a church building downtown. By the way, we've outgrown. Pray for me. We're, I'm, I'm looking at renting a building. It's going to cost. It's about, I don't know how, how many square feet in this building, but it's about maybe two, two, another, double this size. It's a big old warehouse downtown. They're going to repaint and remodel. It's not, it won't be this fancy. But do you know how many, how many homeless people I can house? I can have a section for my Hondurans, a section for my uh, Venezuelans, for my Mexicans. Amen. I want, to, I want to have a big, last year we gave away, we did give away 500 toys, amen, that we bought with our own money from our roofing job, and we did that at a park. I want to do that again downtown and just blitz that place. So you guys are always welcome to come, by the way, bring a team, whatever, according to whatever pastors uh, want here, and uh, amen. How many of you love Jesus? How many of you have Jesus in your heart? Anybody here for the first time never accepted Christ? Have never anybody here not know Christ? Well, let me say, if you've never accepted Christ as your Savior, pray and ask Jesus to come in to be your Lord and Savior. Amen. Do that. And if if you're struggling with some things, if it's just finances or family or marriage, don't give up. Amen. I'm I'm been. I've been through hell the last six months since I've came back and started a church. Wow. I've got, a, I've got a satanic church above my church. No, I do. Yeah. They, they sacrifice chickens above me. Yeah. Yeah. For those of you who are like, oh, yeah. No, I, yeah, I live that every day. <laughs> There's a Baptist church that's been there 100 years, but they don't, you know, they, they're just doing their thing. I'm, 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 I'm an ex-Baptist. I guess the, Bapt- the Baptist led me to Jesus. So, amen. So, it's ease off the Baptist, but I'm just saying, they're not, they're not, they're not going after the people I'm going after. Amen. And uh, so, uh, it ain't, it's not easy. It's just battle after battle. Amen. But I always know. I get so excited when I get attacked. Wow. When I, when things come against me or whatever, I didn't, because always inevitably we have a breakthrough and it, we expand. And, and, and that's what happened. I looked at a huge, that huge building I looked at. God told me six months ago, no, 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 no. Go rent that one. And I mean, the Holy Spirit's, go, go get this little building. And it wasn't because he just told me to get that one. 
and, uh, and the Spirit of God fell. He'd been moving. But this past week, he put in my heart, now go rent that big one. Amen? It's the same landlord, so we can just, you know, convert over. Isn't that cool? Amen? I got a picture of me. It's on my website, by the way. Our website's not hardly six, seven weeks old, and it's already outdated because God does so much so fast. We passed out a thousand. My, my brand-new Venezuelans that just started staying at our church passed out a thousand gospel tracts Monday night during Halloween night. They were so excited. They got to be, hey, we're evangelists. Amen? So God, God's doing so much so fast. It's like John said, it's like warp speed, and it really is. It just, whoom. Amen. How did I get here? How am I preaching here this morning? How did that happen? I just came back to God a year ago, and by the power of God falling in my life. Amen? And we've been faithful. And by the way, you know, I talked about the things I struggle with. I'm in the sin capital of the world, anything I want, and know where it's at. Taxis ask me where to go. <laughs> Not kidding. Uh, but I've got victory there. That I never had for 30 years pastoring a church in America. And it wasn't because John came hung out with me. I mean, we both would have been, no, anyway, I mean, <laughs> it was because of the, and I'm, see, I'm testing. You're not hearing me preach because I'm just testifying. But it's the presence and the power of the Holy Ghost. And there's no one besides him. He's the King of kings and the Lord of lords. I'm telling you, I don't care how beat down you may be today, you can get up. I don't care. I don't, I don't care if you snorted coke last night and nobody knows you have that addiction. You can get free today. I don't care if you struggle with watching porn on TV or whatever it is or strip. Man, come on, man. Sneak, sneaking out to a strip club come on in Jesus name you can have victory not just oh no that's victory by his presence and his power amen you can have that women your husband I, I, I just I, my first wife didn't never she had she did nothing wrong to to deserve what happened in her life you get it nothing I'm scum she was faithful huh so if you've had that happen, women, first of all, let me say I'm sorry on behalf of all men. But second of all, let me say you can get healed. Amen? You can be healed and realize it's not your fault. You can get up. And, or and if it was your fault, you can be, or men, whatever, just be healed in Jesus' name. Amen? Forgive. Because that animosity and that hatred, that'll kill you, man. Ay, 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 that's bad. You don't want to be walking in that. You do not want to be walking in that in Jesus' name. Man, I'm, it's... Okay? Father, help this people. Bless them in Jesus' name. Amen? I thank you for your glory and your honor. I thank you for your goodness. <laughs> I want to thank you, God, for your victory today. I want to thank you for breakthroughs in Jesus' name. Every head bowed, every eye closed, nobody looking around. Who would say, Brother Blaine, Brother Blaine? I just, uh, you know, I got something going on in my life, and I need victory. And uh, just raise your hand right now. I'm going to pray with you. Just put it up. I, I just, If you got that in Jesus' name, uh, Father God, we declare. We declare your glory, your presence, your power upon this people now in Jesus' name. I call every chain broken. I bind every evil thing, and I declare your glory, your honor. I, I declare your benefits. I declare.
declare your blessings in Jesus' name. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Oh, man. It's